Wine Down with Jana Kramer, an iHeartRadio podcast. You guys. We're back. We're back. And it's so cute. We walked in and it's a jungle right now in the studio. It's adorable. It's it is adorable. It's so sweet. Producer Amy and Tori and Easton and Jen, they threw us a little baby shower. Yeah. It's a boy. It's a boy. Coming any day now. I had contractions the other day. Did you sort of freak out for a moment? Yeah, like, I started oh. to like count them. Mm-hmm. And because my brother and his girlfriend, Kristen, were in town, we went to the Santa Monica Pier and we were walking. And I was like, okay, I'm, I, I, this is a contraction because it's really hurting. And it, it would come. It was like a sharp stabbing pain right mm-hmm. there in my uterus. Right there. And but then I didn't know if he was just sitting on my my bladder weird or if but then it would it would come like every two minutes and I was like oh, we're gonna have this baby on the Santa Monica Pier. <laughs> this Classy is happening baby. right now. Top news story. Yeah. Six p.m. Right? <laughs> I know. Oh my gosh! But I I started to freak out and I started to look. I'm like, okay, there's the police station. There's some like I started to like look at my exits, but then it went away. So. Did you ever have the um, tightening contractions? Yes, I had those for sure. Okay, I haven't had those yet though, because those are the real. Yeah. Oh, we better get to the hospital. Well, right? no, but when, like I said, when my water broke, the contractions that I had were that okay. I thought he was stabbing me with a knife. Okay, it hurt I think so bad. everyone is different. Yeah, that's true. Maybe. Mike is looking at us like I have I'm just no in between, idea what you're just back and about. forth. Just, yeah, but uh-huh, it's so sweet. Uh-huh. Like that giant giraffe Jolie is gonna love because she's obsessed oh, with giraffes. She loves right now. giraffes right she's now. Yeah. And it's taller than her. I know she's gonna love it. Oh, it's amazing. Um, we have some really awesome guests coming on today. Amazing so I'm guests. really excited. Boris Kojo, Justin Baldoni, and then I Mom So Hard is coming on. Mm-hmm. Okay, so really fast though, I want to tell you about Amazon Fire TV. Okay. It brings all the live and streaming content you love to the biggest screen in your house. Michael and I love to watch our Netflix and Prime Video, Hulu, and so much more. And you can do that in the comfort of your own house. You can even watch YouTube videos and access websites like Reddit and Facebook on Fire TV. It's truly the best. So you can be watching your favorite show on Netflix to a makeup tutorial. All you have to do is head to www.amazon.com slash windown. Again, that's amazon.com slash windown to order a Fire TV of your very own. And they make great gifts for your friends and family this holiday season, too. So you guys, honestly, just relax. You can be watching YouTube. It's all about you. Get the Fire TV stick. It's the ultimate mix of entertainment and relaxation. We actually go to YouTube to watch Baby Shark for Jolie, and it's been a household obsession for about a year now. So um, it's as easy as saying, hey, Alexa, open YouTube. So it's so easy. Again, head to www.amazon.com slash windown. Again, that's amazon.com slash windown to order a Fire TV of your very own. And happy watching. Really fast, though. I really want to try to get this in. What? Uh, what we had to table the other night. Ooh, My motorcycle? Yeah. So... Janet, I've been wait. Just go, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm so already against this. <laughs> yeah, Jen's like ready to battle it. You don't even have to okay. say it. I've always wanted one. Okay, and I couldn't get one before when I was young and single because okay. I was playing football. I didn't want to lose a limb. It, yeah, essentially, like in my contract, didn't want to not lose a limb. So now I want to get one. It's not a midlife crisis. I just want one. I've always wanted one, not to ride every day, just for leisure. So Jana says. All right, you can get one when we move back to Nashville. All right, deal. Okay. I won't get one here in California. So then I tell her, but I was like, hey, you know what? Maybe I'll just get this certified. Is, this is in the car on the way to the Santa Monica Pier. We were, it was my brother, his girlfriend were in the car, and he says. I was like, hey, you know what? Maybe I'll just get, since my car got impounded and I had to get California plates, I was like, maybe I'll just get 
Uh, that's another story. Maybe I'll just get uh, my California license and just go to basically take lessons, get certified, get my motorcycle license here. I won't have a bike. I won't ride one mm-hmm. here. But that way, when we do go back to Nashville, we have a buddy that has like three bikes. I can just ride one of his and, you know, I'll just be ready to go once we, you know, get to Nashville. And I told her, I was like, I know I'm not going to buy a bike next year because we just got this house. It'll be like 2020 that I get a bike. And she's like, well, we'll talk about it later. I'm like, what is there to talk about? He's getting so mad at me. He's like, what is there to talk about? I was like, we'll just talk about it later. There's just a I'm lot. I'm like, this is a healthy about. discussion we can have in front of your brother and his girlfriend. I was like, this isn't like really a decision. This is you told me that I can get one in Nashville. And now she wants to go back on that. I'm not saying I'm going back on then that. Then what's your point of what's, why are you against me getting my license? I just don't see the why you need to get your license now because because I have the time. Well, not, not really. There's a baby coming any second. Right. Right. There's okay. a lot going on. I just don't feel like there's no there's we're not getting a bike next year. We know that. Right. Okay. Which, which I told her that we weren't going to get one next year, and now all of a sudden she's like, "We're not getting a bike next year." I was like, "I know. I told you that." Right. But I just don't see. But then I kind of you're going to get mad at me. Here we go. I might renege. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. We have two kids. There's so many it, deaths and dangers of motorcycle. Yeah. Yep. Just no like way. driving. Right, but it's mm. worse. It's not about I don't it's not that I don't trust you. I don't trust the people driving. I almost I hit motorcyclists that. driving. Yeah, because we live in Los Angeles. Are you getting a crotch rocket or no, like a Harley? No, it's like a crossover. <laughs> Ducati Diablo. Okay, what is your what is your I'm told I'm so against oh, motorcycles. I am so against motorcycles. If you every single person, it's if you're okay. riding a bike, you're either going to lose a limb or not be around. I think they're the most dangerous, dangerous vehicles on the earth. I pulled the statistics just, I'm always on your side. <laughs> Mike, I'm you, always Amy. on your side. It's very but sweet, I pulled Amy. the statistics. A motorcycle is 35 times greater mm-hmm. danger than traveling in a passenger car. So yeah. that's wow. just, I'm just giving this stat. Yeah. It's, it's really scary stuff. And when but, you have children, you have to think about that. Absolutely. Also, if you get your license right now, it's going to be way too tempting. That's you're going exactly, to end up in a motorcycle yes. lot, and you're going to be like, no, I'm just going to take a test drive. And then all of a sudden, he has one. Or my friend Rachel, they sell their motorcycle, and he's like, oh, you know, I had my license, and I'll just use this one for the next year. Right. right. This is weird, though. This guy I know, it's super annoying, but he's storing <laughs> all his crap in my garage, and there is a motorcycle. Mm. So if you would like it, <gasps> I would, nothing Amy. would, oh, nothing would make Amy it happier than to get that junk out of my garage. Sure. So, Oh, all right. first of M- all, first, G. first of all, I know I'm an idiot and I've made a lot of dumb decisions. I True am that. not that stupid <laughs> to come home and with a motorcycle <laughs> without Jana knowing and just pull up to the house revving that thing in California. I know better than that. I've learned enough from my mistakes. Secondly, I understand the, the chance of danger is 35% greater on a motorcycle. But if you think about the statistics, I'll be driving a car almost every day. Motorcycle, maybe a couple times a month. So do the odds even out? Two things. When I was a kid. <laughs> you like my logic? When I, when I was no. a You're kid, welcome. I saw, we were driving up north, and I saw a motorcycle through the windshield of a car. Uh-huh. Blood everywhere. Oof. That has been ingrained in my brain since I was a kid because I saw that. Okay. Okay, that's number one. Number two, I do love you. 
as much as I've said I want you to die <laughs> some days, I don't She's, want you to die. Especially this that just way. In, Shannon loves you me. know she loves you because a motorcycle is hot. So she probably would think you're super hot on it, but she loves you so much that she's willing to sacrifice that turn on so that uh, you live. So I actually. Mm. I'll, mm. But I will agree with Jen. I think if you were to get the license mm-hmm. in California, you're going to be too tempted to do it. I would be willing to have another conversation when we're back in Nashville to, to talk about getting your license then because we are in a more controlled safer place where it's not California right. and right I'm not going to be driving I mean, more in California. Then why would then why even bother getting it right now? Because it's something to do for me. Go golfing. <laughs> Much safer. <laughs> can you can you get a motorcycle and not drive on the road? Can, can you like go Just somewhere in the living room? No, to Just a take, track. Like you go to a track or something. <laughs> Like you go to a special racetrack, I, t- I told him just... he can't do expressways, mm-hmm. which I won't need to in Nashville. If, and then I also said, if you lay down the bike, it's done. He goes, "I'm gonna lay it down regardless." It's inevitable. What does that mean? It means you crash. No, it doesn't mean you necessarily crash and like get hurt and break <laughs> things and die. It means you might take a, t- a turn a little too fast. There might be some gravel on the road, and you sl- and it, the bike lays down. And you slide with it, but that's why you wear protective gear. It's funny, my Catherine, Catherine, my friend Catherine goes. My Catherine. My Catherine. My Catherine. <laughs> she goes, "Aren't you afraid if he's going to die that he's going to die?" And I was like, "Well, if it's his time." <laughs> God has a plan for all God of us. Has, so. God has a greater plan. So you go right ahead. I just would like to. Yeah. I just want you to just take a beat on the lessons. Uh, not right now. We have a baby boy coming any second. So let's just take a beat. Maybe you know next early spring. We can revisit this conversation. You know, I know in marriage you're supposed to compromise. Uh, on right? some things. On some things. At what point is it like, no, I'm doing it. You know, this, may, <laughs> this may not be the thing. I'm not saying it is, but at what point is it like one one party in the relationship's like, no. I'm not really asking you. I'm just politely bringing this up so you feel a part of it. But like I'm doing this. Well, maybe what you That's need really to do good point, is right? go to, what point is that? At go what to point your is ins- that for somebody? Go to your insurance company, take out a gigantic life insurance policy, and then say, "Here's the policy." I'll up my I policy, promise honey. you, Ooh, I am and not going to start watching more gonna, killer nothing, women. On I'm not going to hurt myself. But if I do, I do like this as like a topic, though. Yeah, right. Because I think about this all the time. Like, yeah. is he supposed to ask? Like, that's what went into my mind. I was like. Okay. How right. does this work? Like, and what does she have to ask you? Like, what if there's something I don't know how well, that? How, like, think, do you guys have a like a set price on something? If something's over five hundred dollars, do we, you have to no, agree on it? We don't or? make it. No, like not over five hundred dollars. It's anything like this. Like, we're not going to go buy a car without the other person knowing. Right. We're not going to go buy a motorcycle. A motorcycle. Eh, <laughs> yeah. eh, well, we'll see. But, but I'd love to hear what other people... Right. Like, yeah. at what point... Like, yeah. what topics are there that you just don't really... Like, what like if Gianna ask. got offered a job in a movie in Australia, mm-hmm. and she's got to go to Australia for six months? Like, how do you... Obviously, you have to talk about that. Like, right. But when does she say, no, dude, like, I'm doing this? I don't know. How does right. that work? I have no idea. Yeah, I think that well, all depends on... I think that's different because it's, it's yeah. work... But I know for Mike, he has a hard time with, and he does. We, he says this in therapy all the time. He goes, I don't want to feel like I have to ask for permission. Like, you're my mom. Right. 
and that you're saying no. Like I have because you hate feeling like you have to ask for permission. Oh yeah, which I think any guy does. Right. I but think- I mean it's not about asking for permission. It's just about having a a marriage relationship talk. Right. Well, do you start the talk off like so there's something I really want to do, but it is about I want, how you frame it. I want to make sure that you are okay with me doing I want to go on a girls' trip. I really want to do this, but I want to make sure you're comfortable and okay totally. with this. Totally. And right. that's that's a great point because it's one of those things that's, like, you know, like you said, hey, I have a golf weekend that I really want to do. You know, I re- I want you to know how much, how important it would be for me to go. Honey, you know, I want you to know how important it is to me to have a motorcycle. <laughs> it would just really fulfill me in ways that I've been looking for and searching for. Okay. You're just but trying I, to get the yes on tape. <laughs> are you right? <laughs> so I just tricky. think there are things that, you know, and, and I'd love to hear how other people deal with this. So email at Kramer at iheartmedia.com. Yeah. I'm really curious to see how you guys kind of go between, not, again, I don't think it's asking permission. I think it's like, hey, I'd like to go play euchre with my girls tonight. Is this a good night? Is this okay? Or should I change it for another night? Yeah. We've gotten to a better place, especially for me, where it doesn't feel like asking permission. It's, it's just more, more of a discussion. Out of consideration. Right. For the other person. Yeah, exactly. For, the for, person. for their time, their, what they maybe had going on, for right. what they want, maybe what they're saving up for. I will say, though, too. Can I just say something really fast? What? No, no. <gasps> time. No, no, no. Time out. I almost forfeited, forfeited a pool for you for the motorcycle. Yes, and that's what I'm saying. It was my idea not to get one because I said, no, no, no. I know you want your pool. But I'm saying I almost I almost did that Boris for you. just walked in. I'm distracted now. Like, <laughs> I know, right? Just like, stop. I think all of us how Boris and Nicole <laughs> tall, deal with it. A tall, beautiful man just yeah. walked in. Bald, another bald man. I, my husband just got red in the what? face. Yeah. I think he's got a oh, man crush on you. Man crush. What are you talking about? A total man crush on you. Oh. Man crush Monday. I know. He's like, I was like, honey, what are you going to ask Boris? And he goes. How he keeps his head so smooth. Hey, from one, <laughs> from one ball guy That's to another. That's important. It is important. It's important. What are you talking about? That's Absolutely. very important. I use clippers. Clippers? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No I razor? No, because you get bumps. You I get know. razor bumps. I know. Oh. Wait. So I use wait, clippers. He needs, he needs a bigger... Forrest Cogs! Yeah! Yeah! Woo! yeah. Woo-hoo! <laughs> um, and it's also... <laughs> I don't know. I'm just... That, take that works. <laughs> <laughs> so we're having a discussion right now. I'd like to loop you in on. Okay. Okay. What's what's the discussion? Happy husband, birthday. No, it's the baby shower. Happy b- baby shower. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> good save. It's a boy. Um, so my husband wants a motorcycle. Oh, why? He, go ahead. Why are your eyes? I, you you just about to have a baby and you want to? No. I got nothing. I got you. Thank you. You want to just put your. Your life at risk, real quick. Wow. In, LA, in LA traffic. Oh my God! I, I mean, it's not going to be in LA. It'll be in Nashville. It doesn't matter. Nashville. <laughs> tomato, tomato. <laughs> Look, there's Just there's two things that that would get me kicked out of the house. Two things. One of them is a motorcycle. Wow! I love this yeah. man. <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, it's been a rule since I was like six years old. Even my mother. My mother told me, drugs and a motorcycle will get you kicked out of the house. Mm. Because my both my parents were uh, doctors, and so oh, they okay. saw the immediate when when the wow. the, the guys were you know right. brought in with the ambulance mm-hmm. with their heads bashed in and their yeah. their organs missing and what a great day to have so, Boris um, on the podcast. <laughs> my, I'm so sorry. So happy you're here. Here. I'm just so so happy. You were so really excited to talk to Boris. So you yeah. should pick a moment. different subject. <laughs> <laughs> well, but here's the thing. A lo- it's 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 not just about the motorcycle. It's about 
how do you go about with Nicole? It's it's not asking for permission, but do you feel like you have to ask for permission for things, or how do you? How do you kind of? I mean, how do, am I saying it right? Like, yeah, it's it's more about the dialogue. Whether it's a trip you want to go on, something you want to do for yourself, mm-hmm. or whatever. How is y'all's relationship in a sense of how do you handle those things? Do you you know, hey, honey, this is something I really want to do, yeah. or hey, I I made this decision. This is what it is. Well, first of all, I want to dispel the myth that you become one when you get married because you don't. Mm-hmm. You're still two individuals. I appreciate that with with two different sensibilities. Hopefully, you agree on the main values and principles and moral sort of uh parameter um but other than that you're you're individual so and you shouldn't apologize for that um i think it's important that you you learn about the other you know that you put effort into learning about the other person and and learning each other's dance steps and i think it's an organic progression that never stops you Mm -hmm. never stop learning about the other person and i think when you get lazy that's when you get in trouble um, I think that in terms of, in terms of the question, um, we talk about everything. Mm-hmm. So like one of my, two of my boys are coming to visit from Germany, mm-hmm. uh, in two weeks. Sprechen Sie Deutsch? Ja, klar. Ah. Du sprichst auch Deutsch oder was? Ja, oh, ich habe vor 20 Jahren Deutsch gesprochen. Echt? Das ist sehr gut. Oh, wieso, wieso, wieso bist du in Deutschland geboren oder was? Uh, meine, uh, Opa. Dein Opa Frankfurt. war aus Deutschland? Mm-hmm. Wo? Welche yeah. Stadt? Frankfurt. Frankfurt, super. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Wow, <laughs> Wow. Oh, he just fell in love again. He just fell in love again. Baby mama speaking German. <laughs> Baby number three. That's there good. you go. <laughs> Get this no, one out ahead. first. So you've yeah. got you've got um, two two boys from Germany. Yep. So so yeah. So I I absolutely I I talk to her about everything. So she knows that they're coming and mm-hmm. and I don't. Women don't like most women don't like surprises for sure. True. They don't like surprises. Mm-hmm. I don't care what they say. Oh, that's so sweet. No, they don't. They don't like it. <laughs> they want to know everything. Mm-hmm. They want to be clued in. They want to be informed. They want to know. They always say, just tell me. If You, sh- you should have just told me. Yep. Actually, you should have just told her. Right? Yeah. So I do that. I tell her everything. Even if it's the most you know, minutiae that we don't care about, they do care about it. Right. Little things like, I told you to put Nicholas in the green pants and you put him in the blue pants. It's like, I told you. I was a babe. Pants is pants. No, to her it matters. So, what? Pick your battles, right? I put him in the, no question. Put him in the blue pants, whatever. Yeah. So, so yeah, we we talk about all that stuff. Even though for a man, it's like completely senseless because we don't care mm-hmm. about these things. Being married to a woman means that there are certain things I have to adhere to. Um, one of them being that she wants to communicate all the time. <laughs> <laughs> All the time. Don't you want to keep the lines of communication open? I love it. (laughs) I don't think you do. I love it. (laughs) I think you're lying. No, and and you guys, you you ladies call us for no reason whatsoever, and that's fine. We We just want to hear your voice. And my wife literally goes, babe, um, uh, I don't don't remember what I want to. I'll call you right back. And then she'll call me back. It's the same thing. Right? But... This is part of this is part of the process. This is part of what we do, and yeah. and the, the the quicker we get it, we accept it, the better it is. The better life we have. Oh, no question. <laughs> you know, absolutely. So yeah, just talk to her. Just tell her everything. Just whatever. I'm trying. Yeah, I gave her. I gave Nicole my list. What's your list? You yeah. know, when you when you start dating, the list. What list? What people. list? 
The people list? The list of people? Really? What people? The people that you dated before. Oh, people you've what? been with. What? <gasps> you yeah. did that? Wow. She she wanted it. I said, look, do you want it or not? Because she didn't want to be in an awkward position where we go somewhere and then there's a weird energy and she's <laughs> trying to wonder what's going on. She wanted to know. So I gave her the whole list. I said, there you go. <laughs> and if she had questions, she wanted to know details. I gave her details. Wow. I, I don't want to know. Men don't want to know. No. I don't want to know nothing. Right? I don't want to imagine anything, <laughs> visualize nothing. I don't want to. You are a virgin. As far as I'm concerned, you just came out of nowhere and we're together and that's all I want to know. I don't want to hear nothing else. Women are not that way. Women want to know everything. That's not true. I don't want to, I don't want to know everything. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> you know you're lying. You that's not true. Lying. There are things. You're going to think about it. Sure, I'll ruminate so it. So you want clarification. I'll ruminate about it, but sometimes some things, there's certain things that aren't actually good for me to know. She's, she's, yeah, but she's women don't care about women. that. They're so masochistic at times that they rather don't know and box. torture about Not it. Not all women want to know everything. All right. D- okay. I, I'm so. with you because I'm dating someone I do not want. He was on yeah. tour for 17 oh, years. Lord, I do right not now. want to know yeah. what happened in those 17 years. I have no interest. Okay, let me rephrase. Most Anything women. meaningful. <laughs> You want to know about. Yes. Yes. If there there were emotions involved in something, if a heart was broken, you want to know the details. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Michael, fire away. I mean, I'm still still just deflated on my whole motorcycle. (laughs) We'll talk about this later. All right, Boris, what are you working on right now? Oh, my God. What do you got going on in your world? Well, last weekend, this weekend, I was chauffeur, chef, party, uh, organizer, (laughs) coach. From basketball tournaments to bar mitzvahs to birthday party to wow. uh, my daughter's teenage birthday party with a friend that ended at midnight. I'm like, Ooh. what? Midnight? What are you Whoa. talking about? Yeah. How old are they? Outfits. Sophie's 13. Nicholas is Ooh, just turned 12. In a midnight. Dang. Yeah. Birthday so that's my main focus. I'm also on a couple of TV shows. and but mm-hmm. but the Station main, 19 being one of them. 19, I watched that. I'm yeah. obsessed with so Chandra Oh, cool. Yeah, me too. It's um, Thursday nights are my... Don't talk to me. I yep. don't text anybody back Thursdays. That's right. And you're fantastic on the show. Oh, thank you. Like, really, truly. It's really fun. Is it's it? It's a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah I mean, I, I wanted to be a firefighter when I was five years old. How Aww. heavy you know? is that uniform? 40 pounds with everything. Oxygen tank, helmet, <gasps> everything. So you got to be, you know, you to be in, in shape. shape. Yeah. Can I ask you, I know you're going to be political. I already know going into this question. <laughs> but House of Cards, is it awkward? Do people talk about it? Awkward. With Kevin Spacey not being on the show. Who? So yeah. political. What? What are you talking about? <laughs> not at all. No, nobody. No, he's gone. He's done. He's out. He's nobody talks about him. Um, Do people? He just wish uh, that literally. They were, I, he I was talked still there? to. I talked to a few of the cast members, and they told me he literally disappeared from one day to the next, and they never That's got a text. Business, never got a call. business as usual. You keep <laughs> yeah. going. Keep on trucking. Yeah. And Robin is love, so great. And you know, Robin is a beast. I mean, she's, she's incredible. incredible. She's oh, she owns. Phenomenal. I mean, she owned. I, I look. I'm a fan of Kevin Spacey's acting work. Okay. I don't. I'm not going to get like personal about his stuff. Mm-hmm. But I'm a, I'm a definite fan of his um, yeah. with his work. But every why you, time, why are you playing with that? Because yeah. it's just my. Because I want him. Okay. I'm just, <laughs> I, I was just wondering if it was like a. But, thing. No, but um, Robin Wright is. I mean, she owns the the, the screen and every mm-hmm. even if he was on the screen you know i mean she just she kills it she's amazing amazing her and michael both michael kelly as well yeah he's incredible 
When does the new Such season start? Such a good start? guy. Uh, they started screaming, streaming on the second, so mm. you're a little bit behind. Oh, yeah, shoot. I didn't start. know that. Yeah, well, I still have to finish the last season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we then haven't the, caught up yet. No, there's we so, haven't. There's just so much content out there. Well, and when you have children, yeah, it's, true. it's like you have to wait until they go to sleep to start. Yeah. And then, you know, pre-kids. There's nothing post-kids go to sleep for me. I'm done. <laughs> so, Nicole. I'm out. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm, there's no way. She's in Chicago. Oh, yeah. When they're asleep, I'm, I'm, I pass out immediately. Yeah. She's in Chicago doing Empire. Do you mm-hmm. stay here or do you go to Chicago with her? Um, I visit. I pop in. Mm-hmm. A little pop in here and there. Pop. You, you know. guys are just gorgeous, both of you. Oh, you guys are you. both Dreamy. beautiful, beautiful couple. And then she pops in. She does a little pop in. Yeah, little pop in. <laughs> who has, to, who watches know. the kids? When she pops in, we're here. And okay. when I pop out, then we have Rosie, the world-famous Rosie, who's our angel and God sent. She's been, she's been with us for 12 years. Wow. wow. And she's amazing. That's why the kids speak Spanish perfectly. That's amazing. Incredible. Yeah. I think it's go. great, though, that she does communicate well because you guys are... On opposite sides of the coast, too, you know, well, like don't you don't you need that communication? Well, Chicago like really isn't. Well, I mean, it's close enough. Oh, oh my see, god! See, Boris, right there. I just let her go with that. And you but should, because, but because it's and not you your should. wife. But because it's not I your can wife, say it. you can if say it. If it was my yeah. wife, <laughs> right? Exactly. I would have been. Yes, so that's, that's right. It is on the other coast. To a coast, it's the Midwest. Yeah, it's the. It's actually in the. It's not, See? Yes, no, it's it is. It's like an hour and a half flight from See? New York. You're right. You're right. <laughs> I was, I was wrong. You're right. It is actually more on the coast if you really Throwing think about this it. Thing at you. It's on a coast of a lake. Yes. Yes. It has water. Right. Well, it's on the coastal done. area. I'm checking out right now of the podcast. See, I know how to play down. the game a little bit. I just let it slide. Oh, no. You know you know exactly. I mean, that's. I would have reacted the same exact. You're absolutely. Chicago yeah. is on the East Coast. I'm just saying. I'm, like yeah. I'm from Michigan, so I. it's it's uh, it's that side Michigan of the Michigan is coast. East Coast to me. It's Midwest. It, if it is for you, nah, it's, it's for Midwest. Me too. <laughs> no, it's Midwest. Okay. I don't like him. <laughs> it is Midwest. It's right in the middle of the no, West. Like, he's making me hot and bothered. And <laughs> don't, not, let, I don't want the baby to come yet. It might, it might come. Uh, you're, you're like about to. Yeah, any right? day now. Uh, yeah. Wow. Are you excited? Yeah. I it's going to be I'm so pumped. awesome. We're having yeah. a boy, so we're. One of each. Yeah, Thank one God. of each. So we're, we're super pumped. Thank you, Jesus. Your boy was so cute. I met him at the fashion show. My boy saved my life. Why? Why did you say that? Because I was in estrogen hell. And then he came. He came. You know, I thought you were going to be sweet for a second and say something really nice and just no. I love my girls, but look, <laughs> it is a difficult endeavor at times to deal with the estrogen. Mm-hmm. And that's just the truth. Well, Nicole has a very big tweens. personality. She does. In a beautiful way. Oh yeah, absolutely yeah. beautiful way. And and my daughter is basically a carbon copy of my wife. Mm. Yeah, that's how what yeah, that's and that's happened here. That's too. how it is. <laughs> because you know, I, I remember I was I was talking to her at the at the show and she was telling me about your girl and how sweet and all that and I'm like, okay. <laughs> Just wait. See. You'll see what happens. Yeah. At about twelve, She's, thirteen. I was in a mold caught in a in a time warp in my house. They had an argument up there on a the balcony. <laughs> And they stormed off in opposite directions and slammed the door, both of them. Wow. And I was like, yep, that's it. Right yeah. there. That's exactly it. I, I have foreshadowing right now. Like, I feel like oh, I'm yeah. going to see that 100%. Absolutely. You, and Julie, you guys are the same. Yeah. She's already a type A, strong willed personality at oh. three years old. So yeah. you two are going to go at it. Yeah. Unbelievable. She is turning into a little mini me. Yeah. How's, how's your relationship emotional. with your son? Like, what for a new father, oh, incredible. To a son? You how, don't, you're not even, you won't, you won't need a motorcycle. 
Mm-hmm. I swear to God, you won't mm-hmm. need a motorcycle. Fair enough. He's going to be just to just to watch my son on the basketball court or hanging out with me or playing tennis or dealing with his sister or it's just your heart just swells up. It's absolutely the best feeling in the world. How and then you, you see little things that he does that remind him, that remind you of him, right. that remind you of yourself because you're the model. Right. You're his model. And he watches you like a hawk. Aww. Everything you do, say, how you relate to uh, his mom, mm-hmm. how you love his mom, that's that's a that's a, a footprint, you know, that that you leave that he tries to step into um, as he relates to women, and it's the most amazing thing. That's awesome. I'm looking yeah. forward to that. It's how have so you cool. how have you balanced being obviously a father figure, but also a friend at the same time? Kind of trying to find that happy no, relationship. No, no, no. There's no balance. No balance. I'm the father. Go look for a friend. I love it. I'm not the friend. Okay. But what if he wants to come to you and say, hey, you know what? Talk to you about hard stuff. If you're going to be what, so what hard on him. What does that have to do with being, you don't have to be a friend for that. I'm but a if, if you're like, you don't, you don't do drugs. But, but What kind of father do you have? <laughs> <laughs> well, for example, like how would you deal with that? Because as, I deal with it as I, you can come to me with anything. But right. Yeah. Anything. Being a father doesn't mean I'm going to come down on you all day long. No, it means... It means I, I love and embrace you, I, and I and I give you structure and discipline, and you can come to me with anything. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I always got your back. Mm-hmm. I always support you. I love you no matter what. That's mm-hmm. what a father's supposed to do. What about emotions? Same thing. Same thing. Absolutely. Like don't you don't know. say you're a boy, don't cry? What? No, that's archaic. Yeah, I mean, that's that's like know. cavemen. Well, it depends on the culture, too. You know? Cult- different cultures have, have different ways of, of dealing with that. But I, I sh- shoot, you... Cry, cry. You want right. to cry, cry. Absolutely. Mm. No, I mean, no, but I'm I'm not his friend. I'm not my daughter's friend either. See, I kind of, I don't, that rubs me weird. Why? I don't know. Because I, I, I want to still be, be No, but maybe friend. your definition of, I think you're, you're, you're looking at it as mutually exclusive. And it's not. I can be, I can serve a, a friend type purpose as a father. Mm-hmm. But to me, um, my priority is to make sure they're safe, mm-hmm. make sure they get all the attention they need, all the love they need, right? Friends don't have the same responsibility, right? True. And because and, it's my, my responsibility is to make sure that he is going to be a well-rounded, mm-hmm. uh, 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 purposeful human being mm-hmm. walking on this planet. And I have a lot to do. I have a lot of responsibility. I mean, he's a little black boy with green eyes, mm-hmm. right? So I have to have, in this day and age, I have to have conversations with him that a white father doesn't have to have with his child. So that's extra responsibility. Like he had a super soaker and he wanted to run across the street in the park with his friend. I said, you can't do that. And he looked at me like I was crazy. Mm-hmm. Those are some of the conversations I have to have that the friend won't have with him, mm-hmm. right? Okay. His friend's... In Manhattan Beach, they're little white boys running around. They don't, you know, they don't not have that conversation with him. I have to have that conversation with him. I have to have a conversation with him about how to treat a sister, how to treat any woman, how to how to um, you know look somebody in the eye and shake their hand and introduce themselves. And those those are the conversations that a friend won't have with him. So that's why I distinguish between that and, okay. and being a father. I can respect that, but it does yeah. not mean that I'm not there for him. Anytime he needs me for mm-hmm. anything. And we have fun together. Right. Like we have a ball he, together. He's yeah. so cute. 
You know, I've taken places. I, I mean, we spent one-on-one time just like I do with my daughter. And, you know, I take him to concerts and I take him to art, art exhibits and, and we, we travel. They've been traveling since they were babies. I mean, they've been to every single continent and slept on, on dirt floors and, and five-star hotels. And that's my job as a father to expose them to everything, make sure they understand that life is not what it looks like in Manhattan Beach. But Yeah, for sure. You know? All right, so you have your suit line, and like custom suits for me, that's like a, it's not even a guilty pleasure. That's just, I enjoy that. He had said that, he goes, when we, oh, have, really? when we have money to splurge, yeah. we had this conversation in the car. He's like, what, what would you do if we had money to splurge? Watches. I said, I w- Watches and suits. And suits. He oh, goes, I, I would that. go I to my that. custom suit okay. place and be like, this is how much money we have. Make me suits. So like, can yes. you talk about your suit line? Uh, super proud of it. Uh, my brother actually brought the concept to me a couple of years ago, and uh, we wanted to create uh, a custom suit line that is affordable. Um, because, <laughs> yay! Yeah, because no, because the truth the truth is that that custom suits are pretty much unaffordable for the regular person. It's yeah. like one percent of the population can afford a custom right. suit. So we are targeting the other ninety nine percent. That's beautiful. And um, we got the top quality uh fabrics from uh, our shirts are egyptian cotton we have uh i just made myself a corduroy um cool jacket um and uh are you wearing your line right now i'm wearing my, a the pants, pants that i made okay. for myself yeah those, those awesome. are great thank you those are awesome well you just said the other day you said hey honey i want to go get a, a suit made mm-hmm. and yeah, it's it, been a while and i know yeah. but my, my heart hurt because it's like it's four or five thousand dollars just yeah. to yeah. get a full suit and i'm like well, when okay. you go, when you go, you can go on, uh, on Instagram and look at the stuff that I wear. That's all my my suits that I wear. Anytime I wear a suit, it's mine. And they start at three fifty. Wow! And they go up to six hundred. Oh my that's gosh! That's so amazing. Can we, can we do there's that? No reason, there's no reason to pay more than that. Um, we're online. There's no retail, but we're online. Can you? What's you the can online design, store? It's worldofalpha.com. Worldofalpha. And alpha is spelled It means affordable luxury for all. I oh, love awesome. that. Worldofalpha.com. Yeah. So yeah. the ladies out there, that's a great Christmas gift. It's a great, yeah. great. Yeah. Um, we got gift, a... gift cards on there. And, and you go on and you literally design your own suit. We have over wow. 30 design features. Everything from the lapels. Let's to the, do this. To colors, to patterns, what's your, what's to everything. everything. How do you do like the measurements and all that stuff? There's there? a measuring page. Once you design your suit, a measuring page pops up. And when you click on understand. each measurement, there's a video pops up that teaches you exactly how to measure That's yourself. Wow. I know a lot of people. So your don't. wife can. You have a measuring tape. Your mm-hmm. wife can help you measure yourself. Put the measuring, uh, the measurements in there. Twenty five days later, you get your stuff in the mail. Oh my gosh, we're doing this! <laughs> so I'm so cool. excited. Thank you it's so super much. Easy. It's just saved, you just saved us a lot of money. Yeah. yeah. No, That's it's that. it's it's awesome. I mean, we had Shaq ordered eighty suits. Wow. Yeah, eighty suits. Wow. Um, Charles Barkley ordered forty suits. So we had. Wow. A lot of people are like going. Those guys nuts. are wearing suits every week with all the, you know, the NBA. Yeah, and you can't, you know, you can't wear the same suit twice and no, all that no, stuff. No. So, on TV, yeah. so and um, we have a, we just got nominated for an iHeart Podcast Award, so hey, that's why he wanted. Congratulations! Thank you. Thank you. So that's, that's why he wanted cool. the new suit. So we'll absolutely we're going to be wearing his suit now. Perfect. That's absolutely. Something to talk about you guys, yeah. Boris. Thank you so much for coming in. Thank you guys. I love the guns blazing. It was I love awesome. It. Watch it. him on Station 19 yeah. on ABC House of Cards, and then go to his suit line worldofalpha.com to get. Your man, a suit. Mm-hmm. Boris, thank you, babe. Thank you, Boris. Thank you. Thanks. Congrats and good luck. Thanks. Enjoy it. So it's that time of year again when everyone is thinking about thoughtful gifts. And with Christmas right around the corner, it's time to start thinking about what to get your family members. You can choose three titles every month. 
one audiobook, and two Audible originals you can't hear anywhere else. So, for example, I downloaded my favorite Emily Giffen book, All We Ever Wanted. It's an amazing story about three very different people trying to decide between their families and their values. And the best part is I can listen to it on any device, anytime, anywhere, at home, at the gym, on your commute, or just on the go, just like this podcast. So right now, for a limited time, you can get three months off Audible for just $6.95 a month. That's more than half off the regular price. Plus, your books are yours to keep, and with Audible, you can go back and re-listen anytime. And again, because I'm obsessed with Emily Giffen, I literally re-listen to her books all the time. Start a 30-day trial, and your first audiobook is free. Go to audible.com slash Jana, or text Jana to 500-500. You can do it with audiobooks. Again, for a 30-day trial and your first audiobook free, go to audible.com slash Jana or text Jana to 500-500. All right, so I know Christmas is around the corner, and you know what else is around the corner? My period, because I'm about to have this baby, and my period's about to come, and I'm already dreading it. But with Lola, I don't have to dread it as much, because here's the thing. I don't have to be like, oh, my gosh. I have to go to the store, but then I'm not getting exactly what I want. But with Lola, you can customize tampons, pads, liners. And what's great about it, it's it's all natural. So they're 100% natural and easy. So it makes me feel good about, you know, not only what I'm eating, but what I'm also putting into my body. And Lola will deliver exactly what you need. So you never have to wonder, hmm, when's my period coming? Because the box is going to show up and it'll let you know. So one of my also favorite products right now from Lola is their cleansing wipes. They are the first biodegradable, all-natural wipe of their kind. So they're safe for use anywhere on your body. I actually, um, because I don't have my period right now, I just keep some in my purse, in my car, bathroom cabinets. They're seriously the best. So for 40% off all subscription, visit MyLola.com and enter Jana when you subscribe. Again, for 40% off all subscriptions, visit MyLola.com and enter Jana when you subscribe. All right, you guys. So, oh, that was cute. Can we do that? What did they just do? They just kissed. All right, do we hey, have ready? to? Yeah. Okay. Do we have to? Never mind. Come on, no. Baby. I don't know. Nah. Um, we have Justin and Emily Baldoni in the All studio. right. That was really cute. That was so you guys genuine. are cute. You guys are holding hands. Why don't we hold we're, hands? We're usually like debating stuff that we argued no, you about. You guys are you guys are holding papers and things. Yeah, and you know what? Other. We don't touch me. No. <laughs> Here's the thing. We see? we never really see each other. So when we're together, we're like, oh, okay, you're real. Okay. Aww. <laughs> well, we were talking about probably because why Mike isn't very happy with me right now is because uh, he wants a motorcycle. Do you have a motorcycle? I do Ooh. not have a motorcycle. I have a motorcycle license. You do. I did not get a motorcycle. And why is that? We because I want to be around license. for a long time. God, that just seems yeah. to be the running theme, Michael. Yeah. I'm, I'm 0 for 2 today. Yeah, Boris <laughs> Sorry, was like, why, why are you getting a motorcycle? This, I think LA is just too dangerous for a motorcycle. That's why I said, nope, not here. She has her license, too. Would you get a motorcycle in Nashville, Tennessee? Probably, more yeah, than, more than likely. Yeah. More than likely. Thank okay, because right, that's, that's where I'm going to get one. That's Anyways, where... but for like a weekend, right? Like a Sunday, like going through the hills, right? Going through, you know, exactly. A lot of traffic. That's then it. why don't you just rent one? Why do we have to buy one? That's Anyways, a very next good question. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> that, Jen just I, goes, mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> welcome to the marriage podcast. <laughs> okay, yes. <laughs> okay, so we were obviously, you know, doing our research last night. Which, again, mommy brain, I was like, do you have kids? And I was like, of course I knew you guys had kids. They have a three-year-old girl, a one-year-old boy. I'm sorry. Um, 
But Michael, do you want to fire away? Because you're really excited to talk to Justin. No, I just, I mean, I love, you know, reading kind of stuff about you guys and all that you guys do. I mean, tell us a little bit about, you know, Shout, about, I know you guys promoting, uh, promoting Cocoon and everything like that. Tell us, uh, the listeners, kind of what you guys do and what you're about. Um, <laughs> Go for um. it. Uh, well, so Shout was, uh, Shout was something I did a few years ago that actually failed. It was a beautiful oh, no. failure. No, it's totally cool. It was, a, I'm, an, I'm a kind of a serial entrepreneur, so. Love okay. Launch stuff, things work, things don't. Yeah. It's all good. Um, I'm uh, I'm on a fun little TV show called Jane the Virgin. Jane the Virgin, yes. And, uh, I, have a, I have a company called Wayfair where we tell stories that we believe help remind us of our shared humanity. We want to help remember that we're humans in this kind of difficult, trying, dark age we're living in. Mm-hmm. Um, so we create a lot of like documentaries and TV and movies I have a big you know movie coming out in uh in march that i just produced and directed and and um and emily just launched her first uh she heard, you know she dove into entrepreneurship head first and Super uh scary she, yeah and launched the cocoon which is like we just literally launched it like uh two weeks ago okay and what we're is super that? excited about it um the cocoon is a breastfeeding wrap um and the the fun little She's backstory right to now. that i'm actually wearing it right now you can't even tell it's oh, a wow. breastfeeding wrap. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, yeah. Wow. And the cool story is that when I had Maya, our three-year-old, I, I knew I wanted to breastfeed in public. I didn't want to stay at home or go hide somewhere. I wanted to be out sitting at my table at the cafe and breastfeed, um, but didn't always want to you know, just pop the boob out. There are days mm-hmm. I want to do that. There are days that I don't want to do that. And then Justin's mom um, brought me a wrap that she had designed and created in the 1980s when she had Justin. So he was the beta tester of this cocoon that she created. And she said, hey, Em, I have this thing that you can use if you wanted to feel more comfortable. Um, and I loved it. Everybody else who saw it People, loved it. Like, women would like come and, up to her and be like, where did you? Because we'd be feeding our baby. And right. Like, where did you get that? I need that. And yeah. we kind of just look at each other and we're like, we kind of have to, we should yeah. do this and Absolutely. give it an option. And then, you know. Yeah. And then we did, and we we brought on our friend Satya Atwina, who's also an amazing designer, and we redesigned it and made it perfect for the modern woman. Took the shoulder pads out from the 1980s, Love. <laughs> and um, and yeah, it's, it's really exciting. pretty. Thank you. Where so much. can listeners get them at? So we launched on Kickstarter two weeks ago. Okay, wow, um, it's like brand and new. they just hit yeah, and they just brand hit their goal new. today. They just hit fifty this grand morning, today. Yeah, we, it's pretty yeah. awesome. And we're gonna be up for another, I think. Two weeks, Another three? two weeks, two and a half weeks. Um, and they can just go to Kickstarter and search for AMA, A-M-M-A, and the cocoon, and then they can see the, That's amazing. the campaign. Yeah. It's so, fun. It's giving women a choice. Like yeah. You can giving women a choice. Very cool. Yeah. We're That's absolutely not telling women that they should cover up. That's I'm all for moms not covering up. But truth is, is sometimes we just want to, you know, depending on where we are, we want something, you know, and the baby might be distracted or you might be struggling with a latch it's not always so easy and then it's nice to have something mm-hmm. just wearing something and and they look super this is giving sexy women a, a yeah they're really so. pretty i like them we'll a lot get you different, colors, you we'll different give you colors yeah we have four yeah colors. i breastfed for well only about three weeks because okay. as soon as my my mother-in-law walked into the house rocco like quit breastfeeding yeah it was the weirdest oh. thing no. ever it was a sign it was a sign <laughs> but when i was breastfeeding out in public I was one of those moms that would just pull my breast out. He was so little and breastfeed. But there were some times I didn't have anything. Mm. And I, I was like, oh, it's kind of chilly. It's 
you know, you're there's like too many people in here. Yeah, yeah you're, yeah. you know, yeah. you're trying to find the napkin, put it over, just depending on where you are. But there was nothing pretty. There was not, and that was my problem. They look mm-hmm. like aprons, or they have like baby pandas on them, and I'm like, where is this? I want to wear something that I feel good in that that works with the outfit that I'm already wearing. And there was absolutely nothing out there. Nothing. And does so this come hoping. in different colors? Yes, we have the the one that I'm wearing now is the ivory or the bone color, and then we have a beautiful gray, a navy, and a black. Nice. And uh, hopefully more colors. She's literally worn it to like a red carpet. It's pretty. If you it's just, pretty cool. If you I believe it, it around yeah. and it turns into a yeah. cape. It's really pretty. Super so, mom. I really, so where are you on the line of? Moms that don't breastfeed, are you super passionate or do you, are you a mommy shamer? You, no. <laughs> she is yes, so I am far. A mommy um, <laughs> no, I, I'm, I just want mamas to begin to support one another. And mm-hmm. I can't wait for the day when we just show up for each other and understand that every journey is different. We all have different challenges. We all have different things that, to celebrate. Um, breastfeeding just doesn't work for some people. They mm-hmm. don't want to do it or it, it I mean it can be incredibly painful and difficult uh to have a successful breastfeeding journey. So it's just mm-hmm. not right for everyone. And I feel oh, like God. we need to show up for one another and say, "Hey mama, no matter what you're doing, you're doing an amazing job. You're raising a human being." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um and it's quite literally the hardest job in the world. No question. It's so hard. I mean, pregnancy is one thing and then it's birth and some people want to do a home birth, other people want to see section and you know, we all have different things that we need. We're all doing it and we're raising little human beings that are going to, you know, take care of our planet after we're done so i think we're doing an amazing amazing job absolutely everyone should be entitled to you know follow their own beliefs and values and and everything like that right and justin i was reading here something about you that you're saying you've been trying to cultivate a national conversation about what it means to be a man or woman in today's world what does that look like for you and your beliefs well i am i kind of stumbled uh kind of stumbled into it i did a ted talk last year Uh about uh what it kind of what it means to be man enough this word man enough and mm-hmm. and uh i started a conversation show um called man enough where i sit down with me and five other guys and we have really deep intimate conversations among men that we um culturally haven't been exposed to and my journey started you know i was a i was a skinny kid i was bullied i was not you know didn't have a lot of friends i was always feeling like i wanted to be accepted by the other boys and I think naturally I had a lot of what you would kind of like look up in the dictionary as feminine qualities. It's very emotional. I love to have conversations and talk. Uh, I wasn't really good about like not crying if I was hurt or if my feelings were hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, and my dad is also, you know, he wasn't like a huge, big, strong, like, let me teach you how to use tools and build stuff. My dad was like a very sensitive, kind man. And, uh, and so that's how he taught me to be. So I learned, I, you know, we, we emulate generally, if we're lucky enough to have dads or male role models in our lives, that's how we become the men that we are. And sure if you don't have that, where do you go? You go to TV or movies or wherever, and you look at kind of this hyper-masculine ideal that, that has been kind of, you know, where we've been socialized to think that that's what we have to be, or we're not man enough. And there's a lot of repercussions to feeling not man enough that mm-hmm. we don't ever talk about. Um, so I, so I just kind of, for me, it stumbled into it because I think I woke up probably like in my late 20s, early 30s, and I was like, who the hell am I? And why am I pretending to be somebody that I'm not all the time, whether it was 
when I was single and dating and trying to figure out like who I was supposed to be to have women like me or even in my marriage or now as a father, there are real repercussions to how we as men choose to uh, act and, uh, and whether or not we allow our emotions and feelings to kind of come to the surface and acknowledge them. And, uh, and so I'm kind of just in this journey and uh, writing a book and going deeper into the show and uh, we're doing all kinds of stuff that just can hopefully get men to have a conversation and also, the other part of that is I think when we can start to have that conversation, we can show up and be better men for the women in our lives and be allies. And, and uh, you know, I hope that, that – I hope that, like, we can take baby steps here, you know. I'm almost speechless right now because that I, – I mean, I couldn't say any of that better myself. I mean, I appreciate you being that honest and vulnerable about how you feel that, you know, the, the change in culture that men should follow nowadays. And I 110% support that idea behind that because being someone I came from a family that was opposite of yours in a sense of you don't express your feelings kind of rough and tough build stuff Mm -hmm. if you you know get hurt you get up you you picked on me in school (laughs) that's one thing I didn't do I take right I wasn't a bully (laughs) but you know I didn't do those things I didn't express those things I always kind of wanted to but anytime I did I I would fight them because I was trained in my mind to not be that way just through observation through nothing yeah. really than a, not a verbal lesson, but just through observation of the men in my life. And so now as an adult, the last couple of years, I've been going through that transition to learn how to be a man, really mm-hmm. communicate, show emotion, express my feelings to be a better father, to be a better husband. And that's something that seeing both sides of it, I'm like, how was I ever that person before without being this way that I am now? And so I appreciate what you're doing. I mean, that's very, that's, man, that means a lot to me personally. Mm. Thank you, man. I Thank you. Yeah. And I think too, but when you looked at it last night, you almost got, you almost thought it was like a feminist standpoint. Well, that, that's, yeah, that's, I mean, another thing we can talk about when, you know, there's a, again, a note here that we got that says you're raising both your kids Raising them both to be feminists. And and we were kind of thinking like, okay, what is the true definition of a feminist? We looked it up last night. Mm-hmm. And I think people are taking it, for me personally, taking it a little bit out of context. Mm-hmm. I still think that, sh- what's the word? Sh- Chival- sh- chivalry. A lot, I'm like, no, I'm a, I'm a, I can open my own door. It's like, no, but I still think a guy should open a woman's door. So do you. Uh, I'm not sure what that is to do, how that works with the definition of feminism. Well, I, so well, I agree with you. So that's what I was wondering. So let me just start by there, saying I think there's extreme I sides. It, right? okay. So, yeah. so one of my, one of my best friends, um, actually a, a woman I grew up with, um, she passed on a definition of feminism to me that I fell in love with, which is the radical notion that women are human beings. Mm-hmm. Wow. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's it. So, you know, feminism uh from from my perspective is and look you can look at it in all kinds of different ways the word itself is now so loaded right right, right. Like, as an example me there's talking like radicalist about radicalist feminism there, well there's <laughs> all kinds of feminism but yeah. but feminism and politics now right right like it's so suddenly if you're a feminist then you're a liberal or if you're looking at you know I, i'm talking about masculinity but i'm not attacking men Right. Right. But I'm acknowledging that as men, we're a big part of the problem of why women have been historically oppressed because women have not historically oppressed themselves. Right. And but I'm not saying that like when all men are problems. And I think that um, 
you there there are certain things that are buzzwords in our current culture that have been associated with politics that have not that in my opinion don't have anything to do with politics. They're human issues, right? So when I talk about raising my kids as feminists, it's really about acknowledging and respecting the fact that like women and men are truly equal. That's it. You know, we were raised in the Baha'i faith. That's our faith. We believe that all mm-hmm. the religions fundamentally agree. And at the core, God created women and men, right, in his image, but we are completely equal. And there's a quote yep. we grew up with that talks about how women and men are like two wings of a bird, right? On one, you have one, women on one, you have men on another, and the bird itself is humanity. But not until those wings are equal can the bird ever fly. So not until women and men are truly equal in all aspects of life all over the world can we ever have peace, right? And it's not saying that men and women are identical, but it's saying that we have to understand that they're truly equal and they should all be afforded the same opportunities. And that's really all it comes down to for me. It's humanity, right? So chivalry, 100% for me. Mm-hmm. I always try to open the door for a woman. Mm-hmm. Or, and my, my dad was is super chivalrous from pulling out you know, seats and all this kind of stuff. Um, But again, it's the choice, right? And I don't think chivalry should die. I don't think we should get to a place where men are just looking at women and saying like, oh, you could do it yourself. You'd be fine. Right? Yeah. And I think that like you have to just look at the the core reasons why chivalry probably even exists. I think it's about honor and it's about a code. It's about us men understanding that, you know, part of us being physically larger than Mm -hmm. women. I mean, that's just something you cannot debate. Like in general, we're just... You know, we're we're stronger, we're bigger, is is as protection, right? You know, but at the same time, we we can't have babies, right? We might be bigger and stronger, but like you give us that, oh, we're or, a, we, or a or a monthly period, <laughs> and, you watch, and you watch like you know how how truly weak we actually really no are. Question. I mean, we can go fight all day long and fight in wars, but but like give us cramping. <laughs> or like a you know, or like the man cold. Oh yeah, we're done. <laughs> we're useless. We're For months. Know? So I just think it's understanding, like you know, it just it's just uh, it's just being aware, man. It's just I, like being sensitive to it. Yeah, and I appreciate you clarifying that because Jan and I, when we're reading, you know, kind of going over stuff, doing our research, and that's the thing. We look up the definition. It's like so many people. Everything's so subjective that people don't go by what the true definition of a word means. When, like you said, feminism is just equality. It's really all it is: equality across men and women. But p- again, people use it in all these radical ways that, you know, where I, I saw some interview one time with two different generations and a millennial generation woman said, I don't want a, a man at work to, to compliment me and say, I look, a, I look pretty today because who am, I don't need him to tell me I look pretty and all this validating. It's just, it's this huge mess now. And it's like these words and everything conflicting. It's like, I don't, you don't know which way is up. And so I get why people and workplaces or whatever are hesitant to even compliment people anymore because of, of all these radical ideals. Yeah. Well, or the like, pendulum has swung. It's crazy. It's just the pendulum has swung so far in one direction, but that's, we have to understand the history of why. And it's because it hasn't swung for years and years and years. Like historically women have been oppressed and like now the door is finally open and then it's going to go very far and then it's eventually going to find its way back. And as men, we're just having to really be aware for the first time, like we've never been asked to be aware. We could say whatever the hell we wanted to anybody with no consequences forever. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, oh, well, maybe we should think about how we compliment a woman. Right. Right. Because we we forget that women generally are catcalled and harassed. They walk out the door looking beautiful. And as men, we don't think about that. Like, you know, if, if a woman says something to us, we're like, ah, oh, yeah, look, all right, right. Cool. I still get right? it. I still got it. Right? <laughs> but a woman, like, our 
Like our our sometimes our ladies, it's nice though yeah. to be every once in a while to be like, oh, okay, I still got to do. I'm not saying it's not. No, no, I know, but if you got that from a random guy, like it depends. I'm sure she does though. Like, oh, I'm sure lot. absolutely. She doesn't tell you all the times that she gets. Oh no, you know, but it's up on when... but depending on that person's personality, it depends on how they're. Depends on the delivery from the male. Right. Has to be respectful. But even so, even if it's, re- if it's respectful, that woman's mentality could take it the wrong way through a, a you know a different filter. Yeah, that takes it as inappropriate or whatever. Yeah, I just I I I just hate to see the where it's going where they don't want things. Oh no, we're gonna. I don't want the door held. I I just I don't know. I still think a man can still do the man things. Agreed. That. Mm-hmm. They should do, and I want my I want my daughter to see what how a man holds the door open. I want my mm-hmm. I want my daughter to see these things. Yeah. It's not saying I'm not a feminist. I don't. I believe in equality for for both parties involved. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. really what it comes down to. Yeah, you know, and I want my daughter to do the same thing. Except I also want her to know that she can hold the door open for herself if she needs to. Totally. Right. right. So it's right. both. It's like yeah. allow allow someone if they're being kind to do that for you, but also know that you don't need that to walk through the door. No, that's kind of the only difference is, and I'm sure you're, you know, mm-hmm. it's raising strong, independent women as well, but not rejecting or saying that they don't need mm-hmm. men because I think we need each other. And I think that like to your, what you were talking about earlier, if it were not for your wife or mine, there's no chance I would be anything close to the man I am or even thinking about these things. No, she's my mirror and yep. she's a reflection of that. And she caused, and she asked me to go deeper into myself on a daily basis. And like, I think to become the men we really need to be, I think it's, you know, women are crucial to that. There's and, no question. Yeah. You need a challenging, strong woman to really, I think, like you're saying, Justin, to become the man that you want to be or should be, really. Because if you have, oh, I've dated women in the past that I just got my way all the time. And that doesn't, how am I going to grow out of the, the habits that I was in if I don't have someone who's going to value, you know, intimacy, connectiveness, honesty, all those things that you want in a relationship. If, you know, you have someone that's going to allow you to do Challenge. whatever you want. Yeah. You have to have some, a partner that challenges you to grow. You guys are good. You, are you guys awesome. are good dudes. I'm loving listening to this. I know. <laughs> I keep looking over. I'm like, hi. Hi. <laughs> okay. Where can our even... listeners find you? Instagram. Where? Yeah. yeah. Instagram uh, mainly. Um, uh, I'm uh, Emily Baldoni. And... and just, I'm just my name across all the. Channels. Justin Baldoni, yeah. Justin and Baldoni. then Cocoon by Ama, and then your your online Wayfair. Yeah, Man Enough is out. Um, Man Enough's out on Facebook Watch, and and then uh, watch Jane the Virgin. Jane the Virgin is mm-hmm. going to come back in January, and Five Feet Apart, my, my new movie, comes out on March twenty second. Awesome, uh, starring Cole Sprouse and. Okay, Haley and then Man Enough is the podcast. Man Enough is a Man Enough is a conversation show. Okay, um, we are. Uh, turning it into a podcast as well. Very cool. Uh, where we we basically had this conversation with like five or six other guys. I love that. Talk about like super personal, intimate things, and and hope hope that men can look at it and have and start to have those conversations in their own lives. Absolutely. You know, it's an amazing show. I love it. Well, thank you guys so much for coming in yes, to wind thank down. You, Emily, Justin, we really thank appreciate you guys it. So much. You guys are awesome. You guys are Let's amazing. do a double date. Congratulations. Yes. Okay. Do it. Congrats. Guys. I'll hold the door thank open you. for you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> So one of the things that Elizabeth and I have in common is that we have our own little business. So obviously I have my mom's and babe's box and she has her nursing um, beautiful wraps. So what's great for small business owners and obviously having two kids and 
there's no place I dread more than the post office. So that's why I'm happy with stamps.com. It brings all the services of the U.S. post office right to your desktop. Buy and print official U.S. postage for any letter, any package, any class of mail using your own computer and printer. Then the mail carrier picks it up. So no trips to the post office require really honestly could not be easier. And with stamps.com, you get discounts on postage. You can't get anywhere else. And right now you too can enjoy the stamps.com service service with a special offer that includes a four week trial plus postage and a digital scale without long-term commitments. So go to stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in Jana. That's stamps.com. Enter Jana. Another thing too, that I'm loving is Robinhood. So it's an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks. The greatest thing about this too is I'm not really sure what I'm doing, but Robinhood makes me feel good that they're they're advising me, they're showing me what ETFs and options and cryptos. They're and here's the thing, it's all commission free and they strive to make financial services work for everyone, not just the wealthy. So other brokerages charge up to $10 for every trade, but Robinhood doesn't charge commission fees, trade stocks and keep all your profits. So learn how to invest as you build your portfolio and discover new stocks and track favorite companies with personalized newsfeed, which is what I love about this app. It actually teaches me about how to sell and buy stocks, which like I said in the beginning, I have no idea what I'm doing. So it's truly a great learning tool too. So I'm learning and earning at the exact same time. Robinhood is giving listeners a free stock like Apple, Ford or Sprint to help build your portfolio. So sign up at Windown. Dot Robinhood.com. That's wind down, W H I N E down dot Robinhood.com. Happy savings. No, wait a minute. Are you, are y'all, is it? This is my husband. You, okay. I was oh. like, are you the impregnator? But then I thought <laughs> that would be a weird way to I say. am the impregnator. <laughs> okay. That's not weird. I love that. Hey, you guys, please welcome to the studio Mom So Hard, Kristen Hensley and Jen Smedley. <laughs> yeah. Um, and and she, it's Jana and the impregnator. Yeah, and, impregnator. And literally, she just said, "Are you the impregnator?" <laughs> you two are a good-looking couple. Yeah, you're thank like you. the thank literal you. opposites of my husband and I. No, <laughs> I feel like a handsome devil doesn't clean his ears at the table of a restaurant like my husband does. <laughs> I just do it I'm in the like, bathroom. That's, that's a the linen. only difference. That's appropriate. You use that sir. on your ears. He yeah. really cleans Ugh. his ears with the. Yeah, he's gross. I love my husband. But How long I'm have like, you married for? We're going on 10. 10? Yeah, years. Wait, is that The look right? on your face no. looks, no. is so you happy. Look, you look like you're nauseous when you're saying that. Look, there's just things that you think in the beginning, like, oh, that's quirky. And then eight years later, you're like, that's just gross, man. Like, <laughs> honestly. I will say, to to your point right, right there, yesterday we were sitting down watching football. He farted really loud the first time. <laughs> and I let it go because I'm like, you know what? He just let that go. Yeah. And then about 15 minutes later... And I go, do you just not want me to think you're attractive? Like, yeah. like, can you keep a little bit of the... Like, she she had, a, like, some serious tone to it. I'm I like, did. I'm sorry. It's our house. I Yeah, but I mean, like, if I walked around farting like that... Tw- I get the occasional... And, you, and the I occasional, say you do. I have an occasional slip by accident <laughs> I that I think that's going to be silent, and it's not. No. So, I don't yeah. mean to, but, well, like, he's walking like, around... Is yeah. a little different it, than a something that sounds wet. Well, exactly. here's the truth. <laughs> At this stage in the game... When that happens to me, I'm like, I have no idea what end that came out of. That could have been yes. front or back. Could be hot <laughs> or super hot. There's yeah. no telling. But I think you should still keep it a little bit 
And I, I, just was I do. Like, oh, it's not like every day. Have you looked at him? I'm sorry, he's but a he's a very handsome person. Thank you, right, but then stand like then live with him for a little bit, and then if he's farting all the time, then the attractiveness goes down. Just like well, the cleaning out your earwax. Let me from give the you table. Some I'll show you where we're starting at. My <laughs> husband uh, cleans between his teeth with a uh, toenail. This is gross. So you shouldn't. Do. I know. You yeah, know that's what? bad. Oh, that's nasty. That's gross. He like picks yes. them. With and how long have you married for? They've been together a long time. You yeah. guys have been what? Eleven years together. I think we dated for fifteen years. Yeah. yeah. We no, we dated for like four. And yeah, I should know this. They did it the opposite Six. of us. We got. They were together. For like four years, and I dated them at the same time because I was single, so I was always going on their dates with them. I'm like, hey, guys, where are we going tonight? And then then they got engaged, then they had a baby. My husband and I met. We humped a bunch. I got knocked <laughs> up, and then we got married real quick. So. Romantic story. They it's met very on romantic. Thursday, and by it's, Tuesday, she was pregnant. Yeah. I was really? Five, five months Basically. pregnant at my wedding. What's up? I mean, it's like the notebook all over again. It really... <laughs> It really is. I mean, I mean we met like, on Twitter, so it's not like <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's not like we really have <laughs> the greatest fun. love story either. That's fun. But, Wait, my fun. husband and I met at the dog park, which is like a Nora Ephron film, right? That's yeah. a it's very Diane Keaton. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. That's we met cute. teaching kids the love of improv comedy. How did you two meet? Oh, well, this is funny. We're both from Nebraska, but we didn't know each other in Nebraska. Okay. Which is, I'm just going to let you know, the entire state is like... 1.2 million and 1 million of those people live in two cities. So it's okay. it's it's weird that we didn't meet. It's weird we're not related. Yeah, it's weird. We're probably you might be. are. You, uh, the spit 23 and me. Yeah, we're not going to yeah, do that because we'll be like, oops. Yeah. Uh, but we met um, out here. We, we moved out to L.A. at different times. Ended up living a block apart without knowing it. Drove the same car. We both drove Mini Coopers like real a-holes. And then we, we went to the same bars, knew all the same people doing the same stuff, studying comedy. And then I went to see a show. She was in the show. We were having beers in the parking lot after because it was a real A-plus place. Classy. And then, we're classy. Uh, we're classy yeah. people. Yeah, we felt very comfortable having beers in a parking lot. And then we quickly figured out, we literally ran into each other. And the Nebraska card came out. And it was just this endless Rolodex of like, wait a minute, you know Michelle? You know what I and then she knew more people at my wedding than I did. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you guys have just been momming so hard ever since. Momming so hard, caught up for lost time, figured, you know, let's start in the middle and just get to it. And it's been Christmas. You guys are season. funny, though. I mean, Thanks. obviously you're comedians, but what you're doing is you're shedding light on the mom the mom world, too. Yeah, we're which trying. Is just, <laughs> but, it's, but you do it in such a way where it's, sometimes it's just really nice to laugh about the that goes on. Totally. As yeah. a mom. Kristen was, uh, she had her son Finn first, so he's two years older than my oldest, and uh, I was, for the longest time, I was like, oh man, she's just busy, I gotta stay out of her hair, but then she was like, no, I need to come to your house and have beers, because you're not going to believe this. She's got a great capacity to just laugh about everything, which was nice, so when I had mine, I was like, oh, Kid rolled off the bed. He's still yeah. fine. Yeah, like, yeah, imagine that. So it's nice that and no judgment. She's like, "Yeah, oh, you're not going to make baby food." She was like, "Don't make it. Buy it." When yeah. then- I got mom shame so bad because I was so excited when Jolie turned. What was it? I think it's six months old. They start eating baby food. Yeah, I went to the grocery store, stocked up on like Gerber's. Yeah. Oh my god, the shame that I got was in, like, how do you not make your food? I'm like, I, 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 I don't. I'm sorry, I'm I work. sorry, I don't like. And even if I did, like, they're like, there's moms that do that work and still cook, 
But I just was like, eh. You know what I like to do? I like to rip the price tags off stuff and put it in a container and then tell people I did it. Because who yeah. cares if I lie? You're being an for shaming me. We, we win. Yeah, they're even. There's We're not a even. lot of science to this, but they used to make their own baby food like in the pioneer days, and they didn't live long. Yeah, nobody was yeah. having a good time, and it tasted so I don't like know garbage. If it's better, right? Yeah, there was no chemicals in it. And yeah, everybody was like, and everybody oh, was off in like forty. Yeah, yeah, they'd have a few extra because they were like, well, I don't know, winter could be tough. Yeah, you know? yeah. So. I, I feel like the mom shaming. Well, the one thing that we've been really lucky to do on our on our uh, web series and the community that's on there is that people are really the women are really cool and they're all self deprecating. And I do feel like we hear about the mom shaming and stuff, but it 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 isn't as present at least in this little area that we've sort of isolated as a you've hey, cultivated a yeah we're this just is, like this is who we are this is who we are. You can absolutely judge us because we are so mm-hmm. flawed in every way. Yeah. In case you saw our swimsuit video, that's <laughs> none of that was airbrushed. By none the way, of that, you guys. Yeah, because I would have been so thing. much hotter than. <laughs> yeah. I wish they would airbrush me. Oh man. I think there's two ways you can play a game: to win or just accept that you're losing. <laughs> and the way that's the way we parent. And so, if you want to be on that train. You can have more fun with us. Yes, I you know, just I'm on the train drinking wine with you, ladies. You know, it's funny. Jana has like her own like kind of amateur mom so hard group. Her troop dancers like a group of moms <laughs> back in Nashville that she texts with, and it's that's where she feels most supported is because mm-hmm. they're able to laugh about the crap that goes on. It's like yes. they're not doing it perfect. But like, that's where she feels most supported yeah, is when everyone yeah. just owns that. Like one of my troop girls is like, um, the kids have been in front of the TV. They're eating a frozen dinner. And right now I'm having a glass of wine and I don't give a, mm, yeah, mm, you know, mm, and yeah. I, when we're like, and then the other one sends a picture of a wine glass. Cheers, mommy. You're doing a great job. You know? <laughs> like, uh, it's just like, that support. It, Mom. it's like unique. Cause sometimes you're just like, I, I can't, I can't be perfect. I can't do it perfectly. I can't do this everything organic. I can't make the food. Maybe I'm not doing this or that. It's and it's okay. It's yeah. more they're than alive. Okay. They're you, breathing. They're yeah. happy. Are they that's happy? Who win. cares? Yeah, <laughs> not, nobody you promised them that. Nobody promised yeah. you that. You're I, gonna have no. a, a college education, maybe. I, for all the like <laughs> evils that social media can do, I really do think a blessing of it is exactly that. Cause we get like grandmothers that message us and they're like, where were you yeah. like 40, 50 years ago? You know, cause I didn't have anybody to like reach out to and be like, Hey, you're doing okay. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. So that is a good thing that you can like, not just brag on social media. You can post a really funny fail. Yeah. And you know what I say to like, I love that moms like want to post those pictures of their kids looking so cute and the, and the family pictures that seem perfect and there's like a little bit of breeze and stuff. I think great, <laughs> great. But I want to see the picture that was taken three shots right before Absolutely. that. Where yeah. you're in the frame and your chin is so tight because you're so mad and you're like, I just need one picture. Yeah. You know, like do this for me. Yeah. And and I and I that's what I love because I I hate how Instagram is the pretty version yeah. of everything. So what we do on our face or Instagram, we try to keep it. Where, you know, yes, I, I will put a very beautiful photo of, of Jolie, but then at the same time, I will, th- you know, Instagram story, her losing her mind, screaming yeah. in the middle of a parking lot. And it's just like, I laying on the, laying on on the, the asshole. The, yeah. And it's just, but I want to see that. I yes. want to see other moms. And, and it's like the outpour. It's like, thank you for showing that. Cause I had, you know, my daughter had that exact same meltdown and it's, it's so nice to see that I'm not alone. And it's like, we're not, you're not, yeah. nobody's alone. You do not, there's not a perfect well, and I think we all, I think here's the, here's the thing that I, I wonder if some people that would 
on the outside looking in wonder, and they say, well, if you give everybody permission not to be perfect, then they're going to stop trying. And I, and I say to that, like, every mother is trying all the time. Like, she's going for, like, a 15 all the time. So if you just tell her to take a break, her bar only goes down to, like, a 9 at the end mm-hmm. of the day. You know, like, we're just saying, hey, today, maybe you didn't have your best day. Tomorrow's a new day. Laugh at it. Try Try harder in one area because the other side is going to fail then, too. Because, like, once you get your kids to eat vegetables, then they're going to drop the bomb at school. Like, that's just how it works. So everybody needs to give themselves a little grace. We need to give it to each other. You know what I mean? Like, if you see a parent and their kid is having a temper tantrum, you just, like, give her a coffee. Don't. There's a I always just smile and go, I know. Yeah, like a, you got it. Like, you want me to roll up a, into this? A balance to it. Like as soon as I, I was really proud of my daughter that she gave up the bottle at three. Like she couldn't <laughs> take it to bed anymore. <laughs> and we have real high aspirations for. Her. Hopefully, she'll read some. I refuse to give up the bottle. We, yeah, she, my daughter's still in the bottle. She's oh, yeah, yeah. whatever. Well, we we talked to her about it. We're like third birthday. We'll do it upright. You give up the bottle. She started picking her nose that day. <laughs> Isn't that disgusting? And then they put it on you. That's what Jolie does. She'll yeah. like, pick her nose and then put it on Mike or I. Yeah, yeah. she did. I'll, She'll roll I, it up I sing and then her, stick it on us. I sing her a song every night before bed. I'm sitting there singing close to her face, singing her song. Mid song, she's picking her nose and wipes it on my face. <laughs> as I'm singing this sweet song to her. I'm yeah. like, okay, song's cut short. Good night. Yeah. Like, pat my, on the head. My bye. son acts like he's hugging me, and then I realize just wiping his face yeah. on the front of my shirt. I'm yeah. like, look at this sweet moment. Gross. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sounds about right. I mean, you guys are killing it, though. So you guys are out on the I Mom So Hard tour until yes. December. Yes. Hashtag I Mom So Hard is hugely successful web series on Facebook that has just been picked up as a half-hour multi-camera comedy pilot by CBS. You guys. Get it, girl. Yes. We shot That's a pilot insane. for CBS. Yes. It was a completely magical experience. We Yeah. Congrats. We shot a pilot for CBS, but they passed on having it on the air. Every week. <laughs> and so, I'm not going to say there was a correlation between that and we did do some swimming suit work in the pilot, <laughs> but uh, they said no to that. Yeah. And well, but we are at Warner Brothers. We're redeveloping. Okay, so yeah. it'll be a. Uh, well, I mean, I would watch anything. I love you guys. Facebook.com slash imomsohard and then imomsohard.com. So for all the mamas out there that just need a break. Yeah. Laugh show. and just you know relate. You guys are just like so awesome. Thanks. Thanks. Like, well, you're awesome. I, just, I love you guys. So thank you for coming on the show. And I just I'm I'm excited. Tour. You guys are going. Yes. Seattle, Washington, Santa Rosa, California, Anaheim, California, Las Vegas in November. Thousand Oaks. I mean, look them up online. Imomsohard.com. Chris and Hensley, Jen Smedley. Thank you, ladies. Thank, thank you. Thank you, ladies. For being so beautiful. Woo! Both yeah. of you. Both of you intimidate me. <laughs> <laughs> Well, before we say goodbye, I want to say thank you to all the sponsors. Amazon.com slash wind down to order a fire TV of your very own. Audible, start a 30-day trial and your first audiobook is free. Go to audible.com slash Jana or text Jana to 500-500. You can do it with audiobooks. And then, of course, to Lola, remember for 40% off all subscriptions, visit mylola.com and enter Jana when you subscribe. Stamps.com use my special offer, which includes a four-week trial plus postage and a digital scale without long-term commitments. Go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in Jana. And then, of course, Robinhood. My listeners receive a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help build your portfolio. Sign up at windown.robinhood.com. That was an action-packed show. That was insane. What a fun show. That went so quick. I feel like every single guest, there's just more and more I want to talk about. I know.
we had Boris Kojo. So thank you so much for coming in the studio, Justin uh, Baldoni and his wife Emily. And then I mop so hard. I mean, I, I everybody I, I, I could spend a whole episode talking to. I know. We need to bring them all back and just have just because we got to so have much them different all again. Content. So much. And we <sighs> only we only got to be like surface level on a lot of different topics. I know we're supposed to wind down, but I'm like amped up. <laughs> I know. Yeah. <sighs> what? But I, what I did learn though from the show is Michael is not getting a motorcycle because everyone agrees that it's not safe. So we'll wind down next week. All right, bye guys. See you later. I got nothing.